Hey everyone, this is Lexi Matthews here with a little GDP minute for you guys. We are now on episode three of the GDP Director's Cut. And today we have an episode with Sean Peloso, the head of lighting for the film. And we uh, had a great time sitting down with Sean. It was me and Riley Villiers sitting down with him in the studio. And uh, we talked a lot about how he got into film. He was a Leslie student up in Cambridge and um, how he met Connor at a music video shoot. And it was a very secretive shoot. It's a big up and coming Boston rap that uh, he couldn't tell us all the details about. But uh, him and Connor met and they worked a lot together and uh, Connor asked him to work on his film. And uh, Sean himself has a lot of big dreams to get invested in film, all inspired by James Bond, he was telling us. And um, he also sat down and talked to us about how he believes he would react in a zombie apocalypse and how he thought of uh, Connor's script and Connor himself when he first met him. It was a super interesting interview. I hope you guys enjoy. And I just want to say more formally because I've been forgetting these last couple times. I really, really appreciate all you guys who take your time to listen to this. Really appreciate if you guys could just share it with a friend, if you get any sort of enjoyment, entertainment, any sort of information or value out of it we'd really appreciate for you guys to follow us and uh, share it with a friend you can follow us at golden deer productions on instagram twitter etc and uh please just share this episode with a friend thank you so much to connor hallway who's been uh putting together this whole film and everything for us we really appreciate it jack bigelow for everything he does for us our co-producer sarah slugs sarah olender who uh just moved back to boston she'll be joining us shortly in more production but um thank you guys so much for listening and thank you to all our guests thank you to sean peloso he was a great guest and you'll see you very shortly enjoy golden deer productions golden Oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Hi, my name is Sean Peloso, and this is my golden hour. And the double clap signifies another start of another episode of GDP, the director's cut. And who do we have on the podcast today? Uh, my name is Sean Peloso. I am technically the gaffer for... It doesn't have a name yet. It What's does not have a name movie? yet. We're just calling it the GDP movie. <laughs> the GDP or the movie. movie coming soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Great. And uh, what do you do as a gaffer on set, Sean? Um, gaffers generally deal with the lighting, but um, I'm just out of school, so I don't have my light kit. But luckily, our DP, Frank, has an awesome Astera tube light kit. Maybe I'm being too nerdy already, but no, we I really like enjoy it. Working what is with a stare? What is a stare tube like? Um, he has really cool LED lights that I found really fun working with. That um, they just work wirelessly, so you can program the color and the intensity from your wow. Phone. Yeah. That's really cool. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Dang, I kind of the most fun some. I've had as a gaffer, <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what do you what do you do with the lights and the different LED settings um, and stuff like I just, that? The gaffer on any set, um, just communicates with the dp which in this case is frank and um figures out what the lighting scheme should be for the scene and how we're going to convey the space and sometimes even like emotional qualities or visual qualities of the film through light so yeah and um how did you get involved in the project uh i met connor on a music video i shot probably about two months ago with my friend Damien and he was just like hey you know about lighting want to join me on this project and I was like yeah wow what was the music video Um, for 
couple local artists. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it because I don't know if it's been released. No, yet. that's all good. Um, yeah, maybe I shouldn't a, say a who secret, the rappers were. A secret were. project. Yeah, they're pretty cool dudes, local Boston rappers. That yeah. is very cool. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah. you met Connor on set there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what were you doing on, uh, if you're allowed to say? I was gaffing there as well. Um, yeah. I don't really have much more to share than that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I understand. You might be potentially sworn to secrecy. Yeah, I just, I just don't know when it's being released. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I feel like music videos usually take a while, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was shooting with my friend Damien, and he's pretty quick about pumping things out, so it'll probably be out soon. But um, yeah, usually people keep things under wraps. That first astounded Pun me intended. when I first... <laughs> there, thank you. When I um, started working like and learning about film and stuff, that stuff takes so long to come yeah. out. Like I worked on a film once, and I was a background character, and we shot for like six hours, and it was like two minutes of screen time, if wow. that, that we shot. Oh my god. So yeah, it really astounds me that it takes a really long time for things to come. But I guess when you think of all this, the process mm-hmm. and the things that go into it, it makes sense. And if it's someone like me editing, it's like, you may never get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I take, with my own projects, they take a super long time to get things out. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of creators are perfectionists, so it makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. you went to Leslie, right? Yeah. I graduated mm, last year um from leslie college of art and design so and is that is that like a, an arts and film school uh i think their background is mostly in psychology and education oh, but wow. um the year before i went to college they bought uh art institute of boston mm-hmm. and then built like a whole new school and whole new program mm-hmm. so um i think the art institute used to be in boston in an old firehouse and they moved oh. to cambridge and built this big like beautiful concrete building and it's attached to a church it's that's really cool that's yeah. cool that it used to be in a firehouse yeah it is pretty cool um and i don't know the cool thing about that school was like they were kind of still building the program when i went there so i got to do things i wouldn't have been able to do if i went to like a more um finished i guess uh film program mm-hmm. yeah and how what first drew you to film when did you start becoming interested in it? uh so when i was a little kid my um parents got me really into james bond and i wanted to be a secret agent for the longest mm-hmm. time um and then one year they bought me the i was actually just telling connor about this the dvd for uh james bond 007 die another day and <laughs> it's an entertaining movie but i would say it's one of the worst bond ones made mm-hmm. that's just how i view it um but i was still fascinated with it because it had the behind the scenes and that's when i knew like at a very young age that being a secret agent wasn't that practical but also movie making's really cool and it's a way to make things that are impractical practical that's super interesting so, that was like the most concise like driven this is how I got into film story that yeah, I think I, I've heard in a very long time. It's just been that way since I was a kid. So I guess wow. I've always wanted to do film. Do you still like Bond way. movies? Yeah, actually, I really like the new uh, Bond movies. I don't, I'm not too into action, but like the production of the new 007 series is like, mm-hmm. you can't ignore it. It's I think so cool. The most recent one I've seen is Skyfall, maybe, That's a good one. which was a couple years ago. Um, I think the most recent one. Oh, maybe no, it's the one before that. My favorite is the one where they open in Mexico City. It's like the most expensive scene I know which scene one you're made. talking about, yeah. yeah. Do you like Bond movies, Riley? I hate action <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, that's fine. I'm not too into them now anymore. It's just like mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite Bond, at least? 
I would say Daniel Craig is one like of the, the best too. actors I've seen, but also that that comes with the time period. No, like, absolutely. Acting was not so well thought out back mm-hmm. <laughs> in the 70s, for Excuse example. Excuse me, put some respect on Pierce Brosnan's name. Yeah, I will. Mm. Okay, yeah. Act, <laughs> acting as a... Uh, maybe I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> um I mean, I admire Pierce Brosnan. He's, I guess, he's the reason I'm here. So, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we got that recorded yeah. <laughs> forever to have. Cut. Wrap it up. <laughs> so, uh, once once you got into film school and you started doing film work, like, how did you first get started? What what, what kind of projects were you working um, on? I came to film school most interested in documentary because I'm also very interested in politics and the environment. Um, but since Leslie is an art school, I kind of threw all that out the window and mm. got really interested in like the medium itself and um, the various ways you can express it. Um, so I started just pursuing narrative and then that kind of led into me eventually in school and after I graduated to work on music videos, which I think is really fun. You have more creative room. Um, and when I have the time and the opportunity I'll probably do commercial work which is more of like career oriented and money making mm-hmm. and not really creative expression but it's still film which is what I enjoy commercial doing. work you mean like filming actual yeah like I did a lot of mm-hmm. interviews with various like schools or companies where I would just like basically set up lights and then they would be doing interviews like this mm-hmm. but with like more intricate lights um no offense um <laughs> <laughs> how but, dare you <laughs> sorry um but yeah, it would, it would just be like a one and done thing. And then I, we move stuff for another location. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have a passion for lighting or are you more interested in working in other fields? I'm kind that? of all over the place. I'll like enter phases where I, mm-hmm. I want to gaff. Um, usually there's more opportunities for gaffing creatively and um, financially. But uh, I also really enjoy um, directing um, and doing camera I don't know. I'll do a bunch of things. I'm I'm scoring a a short film right now. Oh wow! So um, you work in audio too? Yeah, I'm, I'm dabbling. I don't know too much about music theory. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot a lot of it because I used to play an instrument in high school and mm-hmm. it just erased from what my brain. What instrument did you used to play? Oh God. <laughs> Oh, we're talking about this. It's probably the most embarrassing instrument to play in high school. Um, I played the oboe. I was going to ask clarinet when you when you nice. were nervous about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I started on clarinet, which like, you know, a lot of people play clarinet. You hear mm-hmm. it often. But whenever you say oboe, everyone's like, what is that? Like, oboe is good for like big band stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, That's a key part of an orchestra. Just to mask the noise of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So with Sorry. lighting and with oboe, you like doing like the backbone type work in your um, work. Basically, well, sometimes I, I like to be front and center too. I mean, mm-hmm. um, in school we did like a TV program where I acted, um, but I don't know, like I told you before this interview, I kind of black out and just yeah. keep talking <laughs> um, when I'm on camera. So I don't know. I, I like being all over the place. Um, I think my passion right now mostly lies in like doing my own short narrative work but i always like doing creative work on the side and even commercial work too is that where you hope to go from here eventually do you want to do your own sort of uh oh yeah making i would love if somebody like handed me a budget and yeah <laughs> let me do what i want but um 
that's like probably pretty rare. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, what has your work on this project been like so far? Uh, it's been pretty fun, pretty nonchalant, I guess. Um, Connor's been good about, you know, scheduling a lot of days, but they're very easy days because mm-hmm. of that. Um, I mean, we're generally doing one scene a day and that gives me and Frank and Frank, um, time to just kind of like set up the scene. How long does one scene a day usually take or does it depend on the scene? It really depends on like if there's dialogue Mm -hmm. and how many shots there's going to be. Um, if those shots need different lighting setups, that's usually what takes the most time on set is the lighting setup. Rearranging everything Mm -hmm. before you hit record. If we don't have what we will, if we don't know what we want when we're setting up, it takes time to actually find out Mm -hmm. what you want to. So I don't know. What locations (laughs) have you uh, shot on so far? Um, for this production, Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know the answer to that. Uh, I think we've done six shooting days now. Oh, wow. So you've been involved in a lot of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I was there for every shoot so far, I I believe. Unless they hid anything from me. (laughs) Um, but yeah. So you, you've had a, a bunch of different experiences then. Um, yeah, with this production so far, mm-hmm. it's been a, been a good time. How has it been? Oh, Connor likes us to ask, um, what your uh, first impression of him was. Oh, okay. So I knew Connor was very ambitious and I took him for a bit eccentric as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kid is so good at like, not just getting stuff done, but like in a networking, like I want this kind of way. Like he's good at like. He's a people person, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that was my first impression, and he like kind of surprised me more with that, like with the locations he's been able to secure, and um, also some of the talent that he's like gotten in touch with or been able to secure for this film. It's pretty impressive. Um, so he's definitely someone I would call up in the future if I need a location yeah. or like an actor <laughs> or something. Yeah. So have you found any um, instances particularly challenging yet? Hmm. Just being out of place. I mean, the biggest challenge probably for me and probably for Frank as well, because I doubt he'll say it, but um, my phone just doesn't work that well with those wireless lights. So (laughs) half the time I'm just like, all right, let me use your phone or I'll just like let Frank do it and like position the lights physically, Mm -hmm. Um, which I'm sure can be disappointing for all of us. But like, I don't know. It's also a learning experience, but nothing it was And it's technological difficulties. Yeah. That's a, like the buzzword of the year, mm-hmm. I would say. And it's like the least liked word, I would say, out of yeah. <laughs> the that film world. That and unprecedented times. Yeah. <laughs> it's always right when you're ready to roll that something comes up, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was I going to say? Have you read any of the script at all? Are you familiar with um, the storyline When all? I agreed to the project, I hadn't read much of it. Um, and I was like, oh, zombie film, scary, all right, whatever. Um, but then I read through it and I was like, okay, it seems pretty funny. It seems pretty like lighthearted at the same time in some places. And then as we've been making it, I've just liked it more and more because mm-hmm. it looks, you wouldn't like the way it looks and the way the story seems like it's going to be told. I mean, I don't know until it's in the editing booth, but um, it just looks like it's different than a lot of things. And it feels different than a lot of things I've seen before. So Is that exciting for you to work yeah. on something different or is it a little scary? Oh, not at all. Like I like things that are like I'm drawn to projects that are different more than anything because I'd prefer something be bad and original than 
good but the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. so and what do you want to walk away with after this uh project is over um i don't know i'm i'm happy with the experience and uh during these covid times i guess i would say money but that's fine Um, (laughs) but uh yeah i don't know i'm i'm already walking away with some pretty good contacts to um work with in the future so Mm -hmm. it's enough for me yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so, Sean, our ending bit is, so, of course, the movie is a zombie apocalypse movie mm-hmm. uh, based in Boston. So we've been asking all of our guests what their plan would be if there was a zombie apocalypse in Boston. I would not be in Boston. You would not be in Boston? <laughs> not during any kind of apocalyptic event. I would get out of the city for sure. Where would you go? Um, maybe I shouldn't reveal that. Maybe you shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Somewhere rural, probably. I mean, my family's from New York, and um, the Adirondacks are pretty open, so it's probably a good place to go hide. You would hide? You wouldn't try to fight them off? I mean, how many are there, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's an apocalypse. There's surely more than one or two. So you can't get rid of all of them, obviously. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't... I'd be willing to protect myself if there Mm -hmm. was a zombie apocalypse, but I also wouldn't, you know go out like it's the purge and pursue them you know (laughs) speaking of the purge that's what wasn't it frank said he wants he just wants to sacrifice himself to the zombies and get it over yeah (laughs) i don't know i mean i've lived in fear at some point so it's you know it's it can be exciting no i'm kidding um no i get the defeatist attitude for hypothetical apocalyptic scenarios no i understand that i understand the 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 want for it all just to be over Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. yeah So, uh, Sean, our next uh, bit is just a little intro and outro. So it's just two sentences. It's not very difficult. Uh, Here is how it goes. It goes, hi, my name is, and this is my golden hour. And then right after that, hi, my name is, and that was my golden hour. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um... It'd be so embarrassing to box this up with how specific. No, you you would you would not be the first. Okay. Um, Whenever I'm ready. Yeah, whenever you're ready. Okay. Hi, my name is Sean Peloso, and this is my golden hour. Okay. Um, (laughs) Did you say my name is or this is? No, because hi, my name is, and then that was. Yeah. Perfect. Hi, my name is Sean Peloso, and that was my golden hour. Perfect. You nailed it, Sean. Great. Wonderful.